Thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we talk about the Bible, speak the truth, and make Bible study come to life. Here is your host, Joshua Cantrell. Welcome to the Diligent Podcast, where we make Bible study come to life, and I'm your host, Joshua Cantrell. Today, we have such an important topic. Hopefully, you have been listening to um, this season. Of course, we have been asking and answering a question, how do you handle, and we have been just talking about that from so many different perspectives. I believe episode one, uh, how do you handle handicaps, was the first one we kicked off this season with. In the past couple of weeks, we've talked about forgiveness. We've talked about reconciliation. We've talked about crisis. Just talked about so many things. And today, I want to talk to you all about how do you handle, and I want to label this one, being forged in the fire. Yes, forged in the fire. One of my favorite shows on television, on the History Channel, in fact, the, the, the History Channel has many shows that I enjoy watching. You know, I'm kind of <laughs> kind of weird like that, but I like to call myself a history nerd. I, I love history very often in my sermons. Of course, two things for me especially I like to focus on is the contextual background of the text. And that basically means what the author's original intent was when he was writing that. And very often when you understand and when you study the context, more often than not, it will lead you into the historical background to go along with that context as well. So said all that to say, I enjoy history. So one of my favorite shows on the History Channel is called Forged in the Fire. Now, each time I watch it, I'm always amazed at how hot the fire has to be in order for the strongest blades to be formed. Now, the bladesmith here work under extreme pressures. They're fighting against the clock. They are having to beat their other competitors while having the fire right in their face. Some blades cut and some don't. And at the end of the competition, there is one bladesmith standing uh, with a check for $10,000, which, you know, that's that's pretty nice as well. But forged in the fire. How do you handle being forged in the fire? Whom God loves, he disciplines. And I believe that is an aspect of Christianity we really don't like to focus in on because we like to be blessed. We like to receive blessings from God, but with those blessings also comes more responsibilities. Uh, the phrase we often hear with, with great power comes great responsibility. Uh, many professions, the more money you make, the more responsibilities you have. It goes on, goes on. So whom God loves, he's disciplined. Is not always about punishment. It's about development. I believe with all my might, 
that when I read the Bible, when I study the Bible, the one thing you've heard me say it on this season as well. The one thing I believe God is loyal to is my personal development. God wants me to be more of him and less of myself. God now. Now, of course, God does want us to be our own person. But what characteristics are we using to build, to mold, to shape, and to form that person? It's not always that you did something wrong, but he's positioning you, he's structuring you, he's getting you to a point in your life where he can develop your character. And the further you go, we eventually become or take on his character. God will place you in some of the hottest fires in life to burn away the impurities, to burn away what doesn't need to be there. Now, what are you doing (laughs) while you're in the fire? Many of us think, many of us don't think God is good until he gives us what we want. We have to get out of, we have to get out of us this idea of being self-dependent. God wants you to be dependent on every word that comes out of his mouth. Not every word that comes out of your mouth. Now, God will allow you to go through things you can't fix. So you can destroy this notion of self-dependency. No human solution can fix this. So I have to go to, I have to trust something else. We have to be okay with what I like to call inconvenient obedience. I want you to obey me, God says, while you're in the fire. Can you obey God when you're being stoned? Acts chapter four and Acts chapter five. Can you shout or praise God while you're in prison? Acts chapter 16 and verse 25. The kind of obedience that's inconvenient. Now, I I know and I understand many don't like this kind of 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 talking to or preaching, whatever word you want to use. Many folks don't like this kind of stuff because we always want to come up with what God is doing for us. I said last week, I'm going through this because God is about to elevate me. You're trying to pull me down, but the but the lower I get pulled down, the further he'll raise me back up. You 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 know what? I got laid off on one job, but I'm about to be the boss on the next job. And we and we say things like that and we believe things like that that gives off the notion that God is in some way loyal to my personal agenda. No, God is loyal to me being more like him and less of myself. God is concerned with your character. And if he does elevate us, it's got nothing to do with your agenda. How do you handle being forced into fire? Let me give you some Bible for this. In Daniel chapter 3, when Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah, whom we know to be a Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, 
when the king in Daniel 3 made a decree. When you hear the music, Nebuchadnezzar, when you hear the music, I want you to bow down to my false images, to my God. And if you remember there, these three men, I believe, had made up in their mind a very long time ago that they were going to serve God. If it's one thing I want to encourage each of you on today is we need to be committed to serving God before we get into the fire. Because if we are not committed to serving God before the fire gets to us, when the fire finally does get to us, we're going to be burned up. We're going to be smoking hot. We're going to be burned up. And so these three individuals heard the music. They heard the trumpets. They heard everything. Now, the Bible lets us know in Daniel 3 that most of these folks, and what I mean most of, I mean besides Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but most of these folks found themselves bowing down to the image. And in verse 6, the Bible says, And whoso falleth not down and worshipeth shall be the same hour cast into the mist of the burning fiery furnace. And so these three men did not bow down. And the king said, I'm going to give you one more chance. I want you to make this right. Verse 15, now if you be ready, I want you to bow down and serve my God. The king said, if you worship not my God, ye shall be cast the same hour in the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And then the king had the nerve to say, and who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Who is that God who's going to deliver you? Now, these three individuals are in the fire. Their faith is being tested. Their faith is being shaken. What do you do when your faith is shaken. What do you do when your faith is tried by fire? What do you do? How do you handle <laughs> being forged in the fire? Notice the response of these men. Now, in verse number 16, this is this verse 16 is ooh, this is made for some good preaching. Verse 16 says, We are careful not to answer thee in this matter. Verse 17, but be it known unto thee, O king, our God whom we serve is able. Very often. As preachers, we like to emphasize verse 17, and I've done it. I'm sure many preachers who've listened to this done it. All of us who've heard sermons, we've heard it done. And I believe, no doubt, verse 16 and 17 are some powerful verses. But I also believe that verse 18 is just as important as verse 17. Because verse number 18 says, but if not, hold up, wait a minute. Now, these men had just heard. The king said, you have to bow down to my God. If not, you're going to be thrown into the fiery furnace. These three men said, but if not, be it known unto thee, O king. Now, these men weren't disrespectful. Verse 7, verse 16, we are careful. You know, we're not, we're not trying to be disrespectful. Verse 18 says, 
Be it known unto thee, O king, we will not serve thy gods, nor the golden image which thou hast set up. And so verse 19, the king here, he's upset. How dare you not bow down to my gods? How dare you disrespect me in front of all my company, all of Babylon? How dare you disrespect me, the king? But I'm reminded of what Peter said in Acts 5 and verse 29. We ought to obey God rather than man. And so the king in his fury threw these men the same hour that day in the fiery furnace. They threw him into the fire. King, we're throw the king said, we're throwing you in there and there's nothing you can do to stop this. And so the king, in verse 20 and 21 of Daniel 3, threw these men into the prison. And not only that, in verse 22, therefore, because the king's command was urgent, the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, talking about preparing a table before me in the presence of my enemies, making your enemies your footstool. Talk about listening to those verses. And the Bible says, in these three men, Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, because during that time the furnaces went down, they fell down into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was a stone, rose up in haste and spake unto them to the counselors, did not we cast three men into the midst of the fire? King here is making sure his math is right. They answered and said, true, O king. He answered and said, lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire. They have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like unto the son of God. Sometimes in life, he's leading you to something, not just out of it. We always pray, God, get me out of this. But what if God is leading you in? What if I told you God is interested into taking you to places you don't want to go? That's the place that builds character. This doesn't in any way fit what the world's view of Christianity is about God being somehow loyal to my agenda. God will take us to a place so we can purposely see our inadequacy. What if God wants me to see more of him and less of myself? God doesn't want you to solve it. God wants you to trust him through it. It's not about your capacity or your strength. Everything isn't meant for you to solve. God wants to measure your obedience or dependency on him. God is not interested in my strength. Even when I'm strong, God is not impressed. God is more impressed when I make him my strength. So he's really impressed with my dependency, not this self-sufficiency. In fact, I made God angry, I believe, and upset to the degree of my arrogance when I think I'm ever self-sufficient because I'm not. But if not, they said, when you find yourself in the fiery furnace of life, you need to take comfort in the fact 
you're doing what God said. There is no greater confidence than knowing I'm doing what is right by my God. Because if you do right by God, guess what's going to happen? You can trust him in the furnace. If you do what he says, he'll show up every single time. They were walking in his will. But here's a question. <laughs> Why didn't God show up before the furnace? I mean, really? That would have been a little bit more convenient, I believe. <laughs> but I've come to realize that God would never take you to a place where he can't get you out of. How do you handle your faith being forged in the fire? These three men were walking in the footsteps of the Savior. And because of that, because of what they did, he blessed them and he took care of them. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Diligent Podcast, where we make Bible study come to life. And I'm your host, Joshua Cantrell. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.